0: Joe. Garage Logic Podcast. Well, let me start over. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. There we go. Brings you Garage Logic Podcast number one forty five, April twenty four, twenty nineteen, eighty six degrees on this day in 1990, 19 degrees in nineteen ten. We're we're winding down towards the end of the ice out dates. White Bear, I could only find one on this day, nineteen ninety six. Minnetonka, eighteen ninety nine, nineteen twenty four. And they joined White Bear in 1996 and 2014. These ice out days brought to you by Aquaside. They'll keep your beach free of weeds all summer. We have a note from H. Allen Vonderhoff out in uh, New Hampshire. Ice out was declared for Lake Winnipesaukee at 524 a.m. today, Wednesday, April 24th. Note, the criteria for the ice out is the ability of the MS Mount Washington cruise ship to navigate between the five principal ports on the lake. Alton Bay, Center Harbor, Weirs Beach, Meredith, and Wolfboro. The setting of the exact date and time is non-scientific and is now determined by an observer in a small plane from Emerson Aviation that flies over the lake several times a day. When the pilot makes the ice-out call, it is considered official. Spring in New Hampshire is great. Uh, temps in the 60s, normal for this time of year. And Bill Stein up in Aiken notes that Cedar Lake in Aiken is officially ice-free today, April twenty-four. One day after the average ice-out date, the Puss Lake chain—upper, lower, and middle Puss and Lard—went out on Easter Sunday. Malak oh. still has a way to go. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on production. Chris Revers, director of
1: social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your
0: flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushenay. I got a great lesson today. In, uh... From Kenny? No. (laughs) In, uh... What would the term be? In how the internet works or the world of news gathering? Research. Research. I got an email from a guy named Mitch Sondrial, and he's been a credible emailer for years. And he emailed, he said, uh, today, meaning yesterday, you mentioned uh, the climate uh, crowd is a runaway theocracy. Here's a good argument that it's a cult. And the headline of the piece he linked me to is called Climate Change and the 10 Warning Signs for Cults. Right, and it turns out this was a piece done by a guy named Rick Ross, an expert on cults and an intervention specialist, and uh, he said he uh, developed a list of ten warning signs for unsafe groups, which is published by the Cult Education Institute. Okay, so I read these; they're fascinating, they're eerie, they're uncannily accurate. Okay, that 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 the climate change uh, true believers uh, are in a cult. Uh, These are warning signs. Reason number one, absolute authoritarianism without meaningful accountability. Uh, uh, child advocates such as Greta Thunberg and the crudely indoctrinated children of the Sunrise Movement are essentially sock puppets for their shameless activist leaders. Refuse to bend the knee to these tiny fascists, as Dianne Feinstein most recently did. And the mainstream left will relentlessly attack you as an accessory to mass murder. Number two, no tolerance for questions or critical inquiry. Big time. Didn't we discover that yesterday? Yes. Three, no meaningful financial disclosure regarding budget expenses such as independently audited financial statements. Four, unreasonable fear about the outside world, such as impending catastrophe, evil, conspiracies, and prosecutions. Number five, there is no legitimate reason to leave. Former followers are always wrong in leaving, negative or even evil. Mm. Six, former members often relate the same stories of abuse and reflect a similar pattern of grievances. Number seven, there are records, books, news articles, or television programs that document the abuses of the group or leader. Let me read this one. The abuses of the climate change movement are loud and proud. They vociferously attack their perceived enemies for public consumption and are cheered on by fellow travelers in the journalism class. Most recently, they brainwashed a bunch of kids and marched them into an octogenarian Democratic senator's office to beg not to be murdered by a no vote on impossible legislation. Have you seen these kids in Diane Feinstein's office? You should. It's creepy. And then they link it to that. Right. We played it.
2: We can't play it anymore. Months ago. You
0: want me to play it now? No. no. Number eight, followers feel they can never be good enough uh, because they, they, you know, they, they issue a fatwa against innocent o- objects such as plastic straws and grocery bags. Despite all the efforts of the faithful, climate minions maintain a constant state of dread and despair. Number nine, the group slash leader is always right. Uh, and this is a group where they're never wrong. Right. If it snows, that's climate change. If it's too hot, that's climate change. They're never wrong. (laughs) Number 10, the group or leader is the exclusive means of knowing truth or receiving validation. Uh, Okay.
3: For those 10 you listed, I could list 10 more for each item, proving that they are uh, like number 9. What was number 9? Read that one. The
0: group or leader is always right. Go back to number 8.
3: Number 8 is followers feel they can never yes. be good enough carbon credits yeah. so you're buying carbon credits because you feel bad because you're flying to hawaii in your private chat
0: all the <laughs> <Yeah>. time <laughs> okay, here's what's not? here's what's interesting here's what's interesting this this piece is credited to somebody named will at oil dash guns dash murica 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 and he said this piece starts out, have you ever thought to yourself that the climate change movement seems more and more like a religious movement? I have. So I researched how to identify a religious cult. Rick Ross, an expert on cults and intervention specialists, developed a list of 10 warning signs for unsafe groups, which is published by the Cult Education Institute. So let's take a look at all 10 signs and compare. And I thought, well, I'm going to call Rick Ross. Right. It became clear to me then that this actual piece... Is not authored by Rick Ross. This is someone out there on the interwebs okay. who came upon uh, Rick Ross's uh, Institute in New Jersey, which is called the Cult Education Institute. And I called Ross, and he said, "Yeah, I'm familiar with that. I don't know who these people are that took these uh, ten admonitions." Uh, uh, and he he said, "They're they're not they're being misportrayed." His, I
3: heard. I, I overheard the conversation. Mm-hmm. I was in the other room, and you at one point said, were you plagiarized? Yeah. And that's when I really started listening in on your side of the conversation. And
0: he said, I wasn't plagiarized. If you go to the website of this fellow's institute, uh, which I would imagine, say, a parent would go to if they're worried their right. 15-year-old was involved in a potentially unsafe group, sure. they cult. Yeah. And he has these 10 things, but he said, climate change uh, is a movement, he said. But technically, it would be unreasonable to call it a cult because there is no one leader or ruler of the movement, unlike Charles Manson, right. Jim Jones. Okay. Right. There's, no, there's no supreme David leader to, which, to whom they all uh, express their loyalty and affection.
3: And to which both Reavers and I immediately jump to the conclusion, wait a minute, it's Al Gore. But then, after further discussion and thought, we realized no, No, there isn't one. Al Gore is not the leader, although he's captain. Yeah, he might be somewhere down the line, but he is not. the What about John Kerry? No, No. he's not. No, there's no.
0: Let's go with the expert Ross. Who? uh, Let me finish the story. So, what we have here is some unknown entity. I don't know who Will at Oiled Guns in America is. This is an entity that obviously. Uh, uh, takes great amusement in the uh, hysteria of the global warming crowd. And somehow, whoever this person is uh, came across the 10 warning signs that your kid might be joining a cult. Mm -hmm. And whoever this person is, then immediately just, and very easily, it's very easy to do, uh, said, these are the 10 warning signs that climate change followers are a cult. And this Ross guy was really cool-headed. It didn't seem to upset him that somebody took his work and attached Plugged it to climate it change. Because he said, "Yeah, it's pretty accurate. You hmm. can you can you can attach these ten things to the climate change movement, except it's not a cult." Yes.
1: Do you think he was okay with it because that's truly what he feels?
0: Well, I, I got the news. I, I got the uh, the impression from from chatting with him that he's not a big. Uh, he's not freaking out about the climate and uh also you know he was credited in the in the piece whoever whoever this entity is that that took Rick Ross's work credits him remember show to go back and this unidentified entity said I researched how to identify a religious cult Rick Ross an expert on cults and intervention developed a list of 10 warning signs for unsafe groups which is published by the Cult Education Institute so let's take a look at all 10 signs and compare so I guess Ross is comfortable with the idea that some unknown entity out there went and took his 10 warning signs and tried to make the case that they are warning signs uh, suggesting that uh, the uh, true believers about uh, the climate are are actually cult members. And to which Ross would respond, not really. That's not entirely accurate. Right. Right, so but
2: any pub is good pub. So at least uh, he's happy to be recognized, uh, even though it doesn't well, fit that, here. That's
0: a, that's a whole different
3: discussion, and Joe and I vehemently disagree with that statement. He needs to be more proprietary. Right. Uh,
0: you know, a guy's got to make a living. Right. Well, and then he said uh, people think anti-vaxxers is a cult. And he said, "There's no ruler. There's no one person out there that's the ruler." He said, "He said people have taken his work and have suggested that the people who vote for Trump are a cult." He said, "That's preposterous on the face of it. You don't elect cult leaders, right? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Cult leaders. You know, Charles Manson did not run to be the head of the Charlie Manson family. Right. Right. So he said that Trump people who vote for Trump are not in a member of a cult." The longer or, or the the broader point of this fascination is, uh, I'm glad I called the guy. Yeah, you know, a lot of people are going to come on the air and say, you know what, these climate change people—that's a—I I think I think that's where they're headed. I said yesterday, it's a, it's a runaway theocracy, which mm-hmm. is a great description. I think that's where it's going. Yeah. but in technical and definitive terms of what constitutes a cult climate change followers do not constitute a cult. It's merely a movement. It's a movement. A movement that's going unchecked right now. So, and I said to this guy, Rick Ross, I'm going to keep this a piece in your name and your number. And I gave him my name and the spelling of my name. And I said, I believe in the future there will be a great chance to give you a, a call and we'll have a nice chat about something. Hmm. Yes, uh, you went the back.
1: Uh, I think at this point, because we've been inundated by climate change since, what did you go back to, the early 70s? If well, not 1970
0: was the first Earth Day.
1: All right. So that, I don't think anyone could elevate to becoming the leader of this quote unquote cult because it's been around us for far too long. Here's what I think. Isn't the leader then the ideology of climate change? No, because ideology is a thing, not a person. But I don't think a person could
0: become. Well, by definition, all cults follow a leader. All cults. If Just let's just think, take climate out of it. Just think of it in terms of a cult. Who were these fruitcakes in uh, California Divinians. that all wore the black tennis shoes, thought they were flying Heaven's to Gators. Butterflyville or something? Heaven's man. Gators. Heaven's Gators. Yeah. Heaven's yeah. They were following somebody. They, yeah, they, they were following. Jim sneakers. Jones took his people down and fed them the bad Kool Aid and crash. You know, David Branch Koresh, Davidians, and, you know. yeah. but but uh, so so the ideology is not the leader. The ideology mm-hmm. is the reason they exist, but they don't have anyone to follow. There is this is a, this is basically what the guy was offering with some garage logicianship here, and I'm glad I called him. Don't go off the deep end. He's basically saying this isn't a cult. It's goofy as hell if my 10 things to watch out for can easily be attached to this. Right. But that doesn't define. Uh, he he didn't write those 10 things. In other words, there's, there's the key. So, he didn't write those 10 things on his website to apply to climate change followers. He wrote those 10 things to help people find out if loved ones or people close to them are in danger of joining potentially
1: unsafe groups. Got it. Yeah. All right. So because I know he's going to email later after he he listens to the podcast, so what you're suggesting is it has to have, the group has to have some type of leader to be considered a cult. Well, that he's the expert, not me. That's what he told me. So you're saying like potentially a a fake mayor in a fake town, congregating at like the state fair. Right. That's what you're kind of
2: suggesting. That's not analogous. Oh, wait a minute here. Hang on. (laughs) Let let me see number eight again. Can I see number eight again over there? (laughs) Oh, wise one, oh, oh man. Well, I, I have something serious
3: then. So, this could be so considered a, uh, a movement, correct? That's a movement. Are there any anti vaxxers are a movement? Is, is there Oof. anything in history, let's just say immediate history, the last 200 years, that equals this movement? There's nothing I can come up with. Um, mean, nothing's occurring to me. Where there... You mean great fear? That No, a movement like this where. The opposing viewpoint will not be heard no matter
0: what. There is no time. I can't come up with anything right right off the top of my head. Nor can
1: I. I'm going to write one down because I don't want to say it on the show.
0: Say one size fits all. That rarely fits anyone. That's why uh, Federated Mutual Insurance Company, Owatonna, Minnesota's own, tailors its insurance programs to your individual needs, your individual business or industry. They offer property and casualty life and disability income insurance. And uh, here's the key. Their marketing representatives get to know you, the owner, and how your operation works, and that allows them to customize the coverage you need. They'll take care of your driving needs with auto liability, worried about a cyber attack. Well, look at the headlines. You might want to take care of getting your data compromise coverage in order. Your business is unique. You need an insurance carrier who treats it that way. Get in touch with a federated insurance marketing representative to see how their second to none service can help your business thrive. Because at federated insurance, it's their business to protect yours. Yes. What am I being handed?
3: Uh, We're keeping it here. I asked, is, is there any comparable movements? Chris wrote that down. Don't
1: say it on the show.
3: Unless you're sure it is.
1: Uh,
0: I'd have to think about it for a minute. Yeah. I did some math today. Oh, boy. How'd that go? I used a calculator. Oh, sure.
2: Good. So, so it was accurate.
0: That's advice. So your
2: results were accurate.
0: Today in the uh, Star Tribune, there is the always anticipated letter from someone saying, let's not judge all Muslims because of what happened in Sri Lanka. Sure. Right. Sure. Fair enough statement, yep. right? But you're going to get that every time. Mm-hmm. So I looked up, there's 1.8 billion Muslims in the world. And according to the Christian Science Monitor, a fairly credible news source, as many as 25% could be radicalized. Okay. Well, let's call it 2 billion so I can do the math. That's 500 million radicalized. That's a lot of people. Lot it of people. is. I have nowhere to go with that. I'm just saying that's a hell of a lot of radical, radicalized people. Yeah. What uh, yeah. is it, 500 million, 25% of 2 billion? You're asking the wrong guy. Well, there's 1,000 million In yeah. Yeah. a billion. Right. It's, 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 20, it's 500 million people. It turns out these uh, bombers in Sri Lanka uh, were upper middle class people, some of whom educated in London. Right. They lived in uh, the toniest neighborhood of Colombo in a million dollar mansion. That tells me only one thing: they they are committed. They're they're very committed people. They're yeah. they're committed to their to the supremacy of their ideological and theological belief. What was your point. number? What was your number? Well, I came 500 up with five hundred million. It's it one. Yeah. It's five hundred million. Yep, yeah. you're right. I'm. I'm not suggesting anything except, you know, every time I see one of these letters, well, you know, we're all, we're just peace loving and we don't, uh, you know, we 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 all to understand that, you know, I I I believe you. I agree with you. You got five hundred million loose cannons under your wing. Five hundred million. That's a lot of people and and if that's the if that's the right number if 25% are radicalized that's 500 million
2: and without a patch or an id tag saying uh radical you know you don't there's no way to identify
0: i, I found myself finding it interesting to have uh, noted that uh, many were educated elsewhere not in sri lanka mm. which is an island nation in the indian ocean and uh i i was thinking Wouldn't it be something if all of them had attended a failed academy in the United States? Because I don't think what I'm about to say is an inaccurate statement. Okay, They would have heard nothing at the failed academy that would have disabused them of the idea that they should go kill people. Whoa, wait, what? No, they would have heard nothing in the failed... They wouldn't have heard specific instructions at the failed academy to go kill people. But there's nothing in the failed academy that would have... uh, that would have uh, alerted them to the idea that their ideas weren't the best ideas.
1: Are you saying that because of your explanation that these institutions now, these universities now, they're always trying to find a reason for you to feel oppressed? Yeah, they're so failed that they're 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 giving uh,
0: equal more. They're giving moral equivalent. They're giving moral equivalent to everybody in the failed academy. Moral equivalency to everybody. Hmm. So I was just going to say, if one of them went to Stanford, it wouldn't surprise me that that would go out and do what it, you It want. would not have had any impact on him going to Stanford. Nothing at Stanford would have converted him into
1: being a reasonable human being. But would that type of person, being an extremist, even have the desire to do such a thing in their path in life? What do you mean? They just did it. No, I meant go to a university to go get well, educated. Some
0: of them were educated in London at the university.
3: Wow. Yeah. You guys, uh, I zoned out there because I actually turned to that letter. You should read that letter on the air. Is it a good one? Well, it's the one you referred no, to, I know. yeah. Yeah, it's very good, yeah. it's especially starting uh, mid-second paragraph. Or... The,
0: the destruction of churches in Sri Lanka during Easter services is deeply disturbing because not only was life lost, but it was lost during a sacred time when worshipers were taking the name of God. Muslims must protect the rights of others to freely practice their religion. It is a fundamental part of faith. The Quran speaks unequivocally on the fact that if we do not protect the rights of all people, we will see the destruction of cloisters, churches, synagogues, and mosques, wherein the name of God is often commemorated. Right there, that's the very important Mm -hmm. line. It places the rights of these houses of worship at par with mosques. The prophet Muhammad went to great measures to ensure the protection of other faiths. In a covenant made with the Christian monasteries, he clearly outlined, no monk shall be expelled from his monastery. None of these... None of their churches in other places will be desolated, destroyed, or demolished. No material of their churches will be used for building mosques or houses of the Muslims. Any Muslim doing so will be regarded as recalcitrant to God and his prophet. When the Caliph Umar ibn al khattab entered Jerusalem, he was offered to pray inside the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. He refused, citing that he did not wish such an action to be construed to mean that Muslims can assert rights over other places of worship. The Islam... True Islam defends others' places of worship. It simply doesn't destroy them. Sophia Kuresh of Appleton, Wisconsin. That's a it's a gorgeous letter. Yeah, it is. It's a gorgeous letter. Yeah, and, but, but and Islam is that, is that. But do you see any evidence that of people practicing this? No. Well,
3: no. Not yeah, her. Her. Not in the radical sense, right? No. So I'm wondering where do they get these orders? where islam is the only religion yeah. and,
0: and why all that's others. That's a great question. Cuz um, you got 500 million because uh, the Quran preaches otherwise mm-hmm. as did the Muhammad. Mm-hmm. The well, prophet. you got 500 million people if that's the number who are radicalized. They're not going to go by what uh, Sophia just told us.
2: They're taking their own interpretation, they don't give a which sham. is
0: what the Quran tells us. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: It's a lovely religion. You know, like the rest of them. Except you Catholics still have me confused, but anyway, that's a whole different story.
2: We like it that way. But what a pleasing picture to see—not uh, the bodies, but the the funeral procession with all of those people coming together. And, all religions, yeah. I mean, just everybody, because there were—I'm sure there were Muslims there too, Catholics, right, absolutely. And that funeral procession was—it was moving. I guess is a better word. Say, why
0: don't we take a short time out, uh, Mr. Reavers, and we'll be back. Are you ready for a different point of view? Say, this is Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. I'm here, as always, to answer your questions on stocks, bonds, mutual funds, what you should be doing with your retirement dollars. But, of course, you do have to give me a call at 952-925-5608. With much market volatility on the horizon, you're going to need some help. So give me a call at 952-925-5608. You always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice from me. Mr. Money Talk Josh Arnold. I'm here to help you personally set your portfolio to deal with this upcoming volatility. So make a point to give me a call for a no cost, no obligation, 48 minute review at 952 925 5608. Investment Advisor Services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance
3: is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk you cannot stop him he'll just make a move Joe Suchere
0: what's with the cancellation of grand old day you know, I heard that,
3: and I immediately uh, blamed the mayor, and then I looked it up and found out he doesn't have nah, he's anything not part of it. to do with it. Yeah. He's
2: not, but I think there's uh, I think there's too much bickering and politics in the Grand Avenue Business there's Association. a shocker. Yeah, coming back next year... What are year, they bickering bigger,
3: about? Coming back next year, bigger and stronger. That's, uh, I'm not buying no, whatever that is.
2: Basically, I saw Jake Coles do the piece on it, and he said he was told outright that they're Uh, uh, different um, members want to go different ways. And even though this is a great celebration. Don't they all make money? Well, think about it, though. Grand Avenue has lost many of its mom and pop shops. yeah, And that was the charm Mm -hmm. of Grand Avenue. And so now these bigger corporations may not be as, I don't know, neighborly,
0: I guess. I'm not buying that. Well, what, what big corporation is there? There's still a little bistros and There are little bistros store, on Grand I Avenue. I
2: wonder if oh, there well. are, but it's very pricey to do business on Grand <clears throat> Avenue and Grand old days would be an expense.
1: Have the has the attendance gone down? I don't think it's ever gone. down. I
2: don't think the attendance is an issue, but I know their volunteer numbers have uh, Do you think it's been, down. Do you think
3: it's been lumberjacked? Can I still crawl down Grand Avenue on all fours and be left alone?
2: People. No, anybody, here,
0: anybody over forty that even goes to it should be immediately arrested. <laughs>
2: okay, good. People I, on so Facebook have to go. are right. threatening to have their own Grand All Day and go party in somebody's front yard, you know, by invitation to just to. Well, the term lumberjack, of, of
0: course, is we applied that to uh, lumberjack days in Stillwater that was routinely getting accused of being too successful. Mm-hmm. They finally ended it, didn't they? And then they brought it back in some right. capacity. in a different form. So I wonder if Grand Ole Day got lumberjacked.
2: I, uh, it's just too damn popular. Uh, my thing is the officials. I think there was too many ordinances. You can't do this. You have to do this. You need to pay a permit for this. And uh, it's costly, and they need volunteers to run it, and they don't have the volunteers.
0: Well, wish I could help you. I don't
3: know. Yeah. Is I'll there, an, an, That's is there an overseeing body that makes money from this? Because I the businesses think. have to
2: yeah. pay, well,
1: right,
0: to be.
3: No, to
2: let me. Let the, me help. the Grand Avenue Business Association puts it on. Let me help you all
0: out. Okay, check The Grand this Avenue Business Association probably has to pony up the money for security, uh, for the roadblocks, for the cops, uh, to bring in the porta potties and, and the whole deal, the insurance. Uh, and it, it, it's been successful for 45 years. I don't know why they suddenly would say we don't want to do it anymore. And and the and the story I'm reading isn't really helping me understand why. Except it it sounds like maybe some internal uh, strife among the board of directors of the Grand Avenue Business Association. And Matthew, are you saying that's what Jay Cole said?
2: Uh, yes, that's what Jay re- reported. He was told. Uh, ano- it wasn't told who. That but anonymously legitimate. That-
0: every wednesday in the wall street journal yeah they have uh, they have a section on somebody's favorite car
2: yeah
0: today it was a motorcycle a guy who collects vintage Hondas, and he still has the Honda 90 that he bought when he was 14 years old. <laughs> oh, that is cool. fantastic. That's and I cool. bet wow. I bet this guy is knowledgeable about DennisKirk.com. Yeah, where he? That's a Minnesota he company, but DennisKirk.com would help this guy. They have more than 160,000 motorcycle products in stock and ready to ship today. These are the best brands, Vance & Hines, Dunlop, S&S, Saddleman, Drag Specialties, and Curiacan. $89 order ship free. And Dennis Kirk will pay return shipping on helmet and apparel products. DennisKirk.com, order by 8 p.m. today and get it tomorrow. You, uh, you,
3: you glanced over it so quickly, helmet products. Right. In the last three, two, three days that I've been in town, I think that every motorcycle rider I've seen, not, it doesn't matter what he's riding, I think they've all had helmets on. Well, I, I haven't seen one guy in the last three days not wearing a helmet. Like
2: World War II black helmet? All
3: different kind of helmets. And what's great about Kirk is if it doesn't fit, mm-hmm. or if the wife says you look like a bleep heel, right. <laughs> you send it back. And well, they pay the shipping. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you've got a notion, if you think maybe it's worth protecting,
0: it's so simple. It's not just young people. Who have lost their relationship with nature. The Grand Canyon got another one yesterday. Come on. A 70-year-old woman. Who should know better. Wouldn't she know better? Did she back over the edge? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. A woman fell to her death at the Grand Canyon South Rim Tuesday, park officials confirmed. Park rangers responded to reports of a person needing help near Pipe Creek Vista at about 1 p.m., according to NBC. The park said the 70-year-old woman fell from the rim before a rescue effort could be undertaken. Wait a minute. That sentence makes no sense. Give
1: that to me again.
0: The park said the 70-year-old woman fell from the rim before a rescue effort could be undertaken.
2: So maybe she slipped over, was trying to hold steady. The rescuers were summoned. A
0: technical rescue team searched for the woman's body in a helicopter and discovered it had fallen two hundred feet below the rim. The body was recovered by a team of fifteen. The woman's name was not released. This is uh, Tuesday's death was was the fifth inside the park this year and the second involving a fall from the south rim. On April five, a sixty-seven year another older guy, a sixty-seven-year-old man died from falling four hundred feet from the south rim. And two persons died at the National Park in a span of two days in March. One tourist died after falling from the rim of Eagle Point, and the other died in an unspecified incident.
2: I hope we find out more about this. Did you say Pipe Creek Vista?
0: So I'm looking at that,
3: and you pull off the highway. There's a parking lot right there. And from Google Maps and Google Earth, it looks like you have to walk about 50, 60 yards through the uh, sagebrush. There's no trail or anything there. And you literally stand right at the precipice with no kind of rail or anything. Really? Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. I'm not seeing a trail to the edge. I'm not seeing So it's like going to the
2: Mississippi River Boulevard, I mean, on a grander scale. Folks,
0: it's a giant hole in the ground. What is wrong with you?
2: As you get within five feet of the edge, you should get that. Feeling mm-hmm. of the I'm, elevator stomach, right? The elevator I'm, stomach. Uh, saying, I, I can
0: get that feeling sitting right
1: here. Right, <laughs> I'm like six states away. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm two thousand miles away, and I got <laughs> looking at it. On Kenny's the computer. already sweating.
3: <laughs> yeah. Joe,
1: what did you say the death count was? Six people Five this year so
0: far this year. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I insist that's losing a relationship with nature. Just being so yeah. unaware yeah. that
2: what you think you're invincible, you must. I,
1: I, I don't know but what a, reassurance you could have. But a
2: 70- or 67-year-old has not been raised in that cocoon no. that these 25-, 30-year-olds
1: have. That
0: grandma gave us all a bad reputation. Yeah, right, exactly.
2: For uh, no age. offense
0: to grandma. I'm sorry you died, but the, you're embarrassing my generation.
2: Uh, what was she trying to – I hope it wasn't a selfie. Was she trying to look over the edge and lost footing? She
0: probably asked somebody to take a selfie of her. It's too
3: bad because just a half a mile away, you can go to a place
0: where there is a balcony and there is a railing, and you're perfectly safe. And I'd hand you a phone and say, take a selfie selfie of me. Right, safely. That's not a selfie. If Brooke oh, takes yeah. it of Wait, you. But that's, if right. you
3: can get his arm in there so it looks like he's actually taking right, a selfie. Okay, stop. That's no, it's a, that, a that's that's that a, it's
0: a line from a current commercial. That's an old guy selfie. It's a line from a commercial that's currently running. Oh, I, I think it's hilarious where yeah. the guy says, yeah, here, t- take a selfie of me. Right, and yeah. the other guy says, take a selfie of you. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> or the other day, Joe was reading a story. I think it was on the Daily Mail. And he says, Reavers, come over here. And I said, yeah. And there was a picture of a 25-year-old woman. Taking a selfie in the mirror, and yeah. he says, "Who's taking that picture?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Joe, Jesus H, it's it's a mirror. Fail. That's that's the photo. Well, who's oh, taking it? Well, oh, but uh, see it uh,
0: here. Oh, okay, let me explain. Well, all this bring back Jack Benny. <laughs> <Daddy. Yeah. laughs> well, it, I don't know what
1: to tell you. I go. Go. No, come on, come on. here. Let's well, go every, sound it uh, out. It,
0: it, these these tabloid." Uh, mischievous papers like the Daily Mail or the Sun, every picture of a 25-year-old woman is her posing in some flirtatious way, and she's holding her camera, the phone. and yet you're seeing her. her phone, and yet you're seeing her. Mm-hmm. Is that in Los Angeles? Who's
1: taking the
3: picture? We should walk him to the restroom with his so. cell phone yeah. right
1: now. Oh! That's got GL mirror. video all over it. Yeah, here, take a selfie <laughs> of me. <Yep>. Yes, <laughs> here we
2: are. <laughs> yep. Ready for my selfies? Yep. Say, yeah.
0: Say, John Camp tomorrow. Oh boy, you nice. might know him uh, more uh, as John Sanford. I've always known him as John Camp. The new Lucas Prey, uh, Lucas Davenport, uh, Prey novel is Neon Prey. I think it's twenty ninth in the series. He'll be on the podcast tomorrow, and presidential candidate. Uh, Jim Pepe, is it Jim Pepe? Okay. Uh, uh, he's a former, uh, local, he's a former Minnesotan who was a longtime time GLer, now lives in Texas okay. and is putting together a legitimate run for the presidency and we'll have to ask him why and uh, what he stands for. And he's, he's been wanting to come on the show and we've been emailing and it looks like he'll be on Friday. And what is his party affiliation? Well, we—I I don't know uh, his. When you read his website, the print face comes up so vague on the screen that I can't—I can't read. Decipher? It. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, so you recall our uh, our demo derby guy, our own guy Matt. Matt.
2: Yes. We yeah. met him at
0: the fair. Yeah. Garage Logic's own demo derby driver. Uh, he says he attached a picture of the first of many of 2019 GL demo derby cars. It isn't my signature lime green yet with the garage logic and my number 9 written on it, but it will be soon. I'll be sure to stay in touch on how my summer plays out as I plan to build and race as many cars as I ever have in the 2019 season. Wish me luck. Cheers, Matt. Good luck, Matt. How's your neck feeling, Matt? Good luck, Matt. Yeah,
3: how, what is he, he builds cars to do that? Uh, so he listens daily, or he downloads daily. Uh, please hit us up on Twitter. I want to see that vehicle. I yeah. want to see some of these cars. Well, can I, it's I can the, show you, sent
1: me a picture. It's the, yeah, it's the green photo that's framed out here. He oh, hasn't okay. painted this one yet.
0: Matt has a signature lime green. Oh, that's an yeah. old one. Yeah. Kind of a Martian green. Because that was the
1: one that's in, a, in the offices from last summer.
0: Chief Offsite Correspondent Kelsey notes that uh, twice in a week, Cher is moving to the right and apparently, I don't like to give Cher a lot of time because I think she's dumber than a fence post. Does she have much time? But she uh, she sent out a tweet that says, Does Bernie Sanders really believe people in prison who are murderers, rapists, child molesters, Boston bombers still deserve the right to vote? And the answer, Cher, is yes. That's what Bernie Sanders believes. So once again, Cher, you find yourself drifting to the right side of the right, aisle. Right. Bernie Sanders voices belief that felons should not be deprived of a right to vote. Uh, During a CNN town hall Monday night, Sanders was again asked about his position by host Don Lemon. (laughs) Yes, even for terrible people, because once you start chipping away, you say that guy committed a terrible crime. We're not going to let him vote or that person did that. You're running down a slippery slope, the socialist said. So I believe people who commit crimes, they pay the price and they get out of jail. They certainly should have the right to vote. I believe even if they are in jail. They're paying the price to society, but that should not take away their inherent American right to participate in our democracy. Do you want to know why he's so wrong? Why? I believe that if you serve your time and clean up your act and you're back out in society, Mm -hmm. you should get to vote. Not while you're in prison. Not while you're in prison. You can make the argument that a felon who serves his time is legally legally leaves prison and is now a, a tax paying citizen who is kept trouble free he gets to vote he's paid his debt the guy and he needs to, he he has he has skin in the game of america he's a taxpayer he's working this the moron boston bomber sitting in jail has no skin in the game. Right, he, He's not a taxpaying citizen who has a credible voice in the political activities of this nation. So Bernie Sanders is a crabby old thing I can't say, and I think he's a ridiculous fool. And uh, As for Cher, how old is she? Seventy-two.
3: Oh, well, that's not old enough. I no. was thinking she's reached that age where she just doesn't know or care what she's saying out loud anymore. Like, remember when Grandma, all of a sudden, when you were a kid, all of a sudden, Grandma started dropping the F-bomb, <laughs> you know, because she just didn't
0: know I or never heard. I uh, never heard a grandmother <laughs> you, you say n- that. She
3: just didn't know or care or anything, <laughs> no. and she was just, wow, Grandma, this is
0: a new you. Never, No no, grandma of mine would have even known the word. <laughs> okay
3: it she just reminds me of somebody who's finally reached that age. It's like, yeah, believe, them. screw it. <laughs> get off my lawn.
0: Yeah. Uh, some now, fascinating. Hey, sit and shut up. Thank five, you. Man. Thank you. Some fascinating. <laughs> in many ways, uh, the left is going to make it easier to push back, and I'll explain in a moment.
3: Clicking on ProfessionalTurf.com will give you a beautiful lawn all season long. Now, you might know I'm a hardcore do-it-yourselfer, but the day I threw the spreader away and handed the lawn care duties to ProfessionalTurf.com, it huh, was the best thing I ever did for my lawn, and I've had the best lawn in the block ever since. That was years ago. I also had their landscape division update my layout. That forced my equity and gave the place amazing curb appeal. Lawn care, sprinkler system service, and landscaping. Click on Professionalturf.com. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores,
0: sifting through the nuts and bolts of life, Joe Souchelet. I think the left is going to make it easier to push back by going to visit Two failed academies here. Okay. See if you can identify the common theme.
2: Ooh.
0: Uh, we'll start at Michigan State University. A diversity group. Now, pay attention. This is an interesting uh, well, lesson just, here at the University of GarageLogging. You Logic. just
2: named the school.
0: That's, that's not, that's not going to be what the common oh. theme is. A diversity group within the College of Natural Science at Michigan State University told students that... No science is needed to support transgender and non-binary identities, and that such support is simply a matter of affirming their experiences. A campus forum reported, citing an email the outlet said it obtained. The uh, Natural Science Council on Diversity and Community penned the email, which was called Increasing Transgender Visibility on Campus. The email asked students to reflect on how visibility of minoritized groups, I believe that's a made-up word, the email asked students to reflect on how visibility of minoritized groups is essential to changing our campus culture, campus reform said, and suggested a number of online resources to help in that regard. Writing with non-gender neutral Pronouns is serious pain, the pronoun site says. Some prefer the Franken words he, she, while others rack their brains. Some stick with a particular pronoun for one paragraph or chapter, then swap out the one they're using. Others alternate he and she by sentence or using a plural adapter, but that all sounds confusing. Uh, The site adds that they don't assume a person's gender and it doesn't assume there are only two and that it's inclusive of people of all different genders. Let me stop right there. They've gotten themselves so painted into the corner, they don't even know what they're talking about. Uh, Ashley Deaton, a food science and microbiology student, told Campus Reform that the email is dangerous as it reflects a single mentality that actually isn't as straightforward as people believe. Uh, MSU physiology student Shad Soldano told the outlet he sees things differently, saying he believes the email stands for a good cause in bringing awareness and hopefully eliminating remaining prejudices towards the transgender community. Campus Reform said it did, did not immediately hear back from Shelby Gambozzi, the MSU administrative assistant who sent the email. MSU on Tuesday did not apply to the uh, the Blaze website. That's... Uh, 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 Glenn Beck's website, mm-hmm. uh, they they sport a lot of campus reform material uh, to request for comments. So to, to go back to the beginning, a diversity group within Michigan State University's College of Natural Science told students that, quote, no science is needed to support transgender and non-binary identities. All right. We're now going to visit another failed academy. Okay. All right. Uh, Texas school district survey tells third to 11th uh, grade students that gender is how a person feels. All right. Okay. One of Texas's largest school districts told third through 11th grade students in a recent survey that uh, what a per, uh, sex is what a person is born. Gender is how a person feels. The statement was part of Austin Independent School District's 2018-2019 student climate survey. Following the statement, students were asked to indicate how they felt about their identities. The, answers, the answer options included, I am a girl slash woman, I am a boy slash man, and I identify in some other way. Additional space was provided for students to describe how they identify. Austin Independent School District is the fifth largest school district in the state with more than 83,000 kids. Uh, the Federalist estimated that 57,000 children took the survey this year, assuming the number of an even division of students across grade levels. The district claims that the questionnaire helps it examine factors contributing to student success beyond test scores. All right. Parents often have no idea what questions are asked on school climate surveys until after their children take the evaluation. At the beginning of each school year, parents sign multiple forms, allowing the district to administer such surveys. Uh, Such surveys are part of the Obama administration's 2015 Every Student Succeeds Act, which updated the No Child Left Behind Act of 02. Uh the updated act included allowing states to evaluate children on non-academic behaviors and feelings known as socio-emotional learning.
3: <sighs> <laughs> you okay? Uh You will
2: be eventually.
0: (laughs) Some critics believe the surveys are a way to impose transgender ideology onto students. Both the content and process are statist in nature. Think of it as groupthink. We're we're the government and we're here to help. The net effect is to build a collective mindset. Stella Morabito, a Federalist senior contributor, said last year at a presentation before the Family Research Council. Uh, Morabito worked in intelligence for about 10 years and is an expert in propaganda. Our elites have always utilized propaganda through psychological manipulation to coerce the masses to bend to an agenda and over time fake premises like the notion that sex is assigned at birth. Slowly, that makes its way into law, she said. All right. Almost done here. Uh, pediatrician and education researcher Karen Ephraim told the Federalist uh, that...
2: We've had her on the show.
0: We have? Karen Ephraim? Yeah. Uh, Whether it's comprehensive sex education or a survey, if you're bringing stuff like that up, sexuality, you are potentially creating upset or conflict. Okay, what's the common theme here? Michigan State. Michigan State. Go back to the College of Natural Science at Michigan State. Where they say you
2: don't need any science.
0: Saying we don't need science to support what we claim to be transgender and non-binary entities. And here in Austin, Texas... Uh, you, uh, the kids are being told, or uh, had survey questions that say, uh, "Sex is what a person is born; gender is how you feel."
2: Okay, I think I got it. All right.
0: What if you just hate
3: yourself? Yeah. Is there? Is there?
0: Um, well, they what? What have they disqualified themselves from? These two failed, the, the two failed academies in this brief uh, exercise. Michigan State and the uh, Austin Independent School District in Texas. What, what have they disqualified themselves from, from, from the standpoint of a garage logician? From
2: fact. Well, you're on and the right it's, track. It's more oh. uh, how I feel. It's, it's there's uh, well, nature. What am I trying to say? Don't look at me, dude. Oh. What have they disqualified themselves from?
1: Preaching. About. Climate change.
0: Exactly. You cannot now come back to me and say I must adhere to what you're calling scientific consensus. Mm-hmm. You are now telling me that you not only
1: don't need science, you don't believe in it when it comes to gender identity. You're just going to su- or believe what <laughs> supports your own personal agenda. You
0: cannot now credibly come to me and say, You are a denier, Suchere. You don't believe the science. Well, either do you. You don't believe the science. You gotta gotcha there. You gotta gotcha. But they're disqualifying (laughs) themselves from but but see, when you're in the club, you don't even care about your own hypocrisy. Or your own integrity. Right. They'll 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 continue. They'll continue to uh, use the the climate as a means of bringing about the mystery. But when it comes to your own sense of your, your personal identity, science doesn't uh, – they've they've dreamed up this idea that sex is what you are at birth, gender is how you feel about it. Yeah. That's a denial of X and Y chromosomes. Science is pretty settled on men and women. Right. I don't care if you're gay or lesbian or any of that. I get right, all right. that. I don't care that those things happen. You can get them. Right. You, know, you can get them. But I, uh, I'm i not buying your BS that uh, you want me to also believe, because next week I'll get an article from out of Michigan State that says they're having climate change protests. Well, why? You don't believe in science. The integrity issue is what uh, interests me,
3: because every day now this week you've proven the people that have given us these predictions and these numerous ten-year windows have absolutely
1: no integrity
3: whatsoever.
1: No, None. Yesterday, one of uh, one of our most regular Twitter followers, Kenny Lee, the delivery guy, yeah, he yeah. sent us this note: University of Michigan's army of diversity, equity, and inclusion bureaucrats. Mm-hmm. Ready? Mm-hmm. So these are all. There's a list of thirty people. The lowest salary on here starts at $90,000 oh. mm-hmm. all the way up to $395,550 for the vice Provost of Equity and Inclusion and Chief Diversity Officer,
3: uh, fellas, for three fifty, I'm gonna believe what? <laughs> whatever I mean, you tell me. I'm to believe, <laughs> right? I'm signing up right now. You think now. The,
0: you think the kids in the Austin uh, Independent School District in Texas don't, don't you? Don't you reasonably assume that the orthodoxy they're getting is that climate change is real and we must believe the science? Of course, yeah, of course, one yes. hundred. But, but they're telling the same right. kids. Right. Hey, don't worry about the, what kind of swimsuit area you got. That's not science.
1: You just be whatever you feel you are. Kenny, you're I, disqualified. Kenny, I picture you as the uh, faculty lead, Office for Health, Equality, and Inclusion. You can make about 218 a year. 218 I can live on that. Nice. Yeah. The wife's going to have to keep
3: working, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, think, you, think, uh, you think Mueller's angry at me? Well, from yesterday? he's oh. going to be when I
3: bring in my spotlight battery that's about the size of a brick. It's a two-hander.
0: No, I made the simple assertion that they're kind people, and they helped me uh, put a new battery in a key fob for a car. Now, just settle down. You go into a Moeller store, and you say you uh, uh, are appreciating Moeller's presence on the podcast, they will change your watch battery at no charge. I'm talking about RF Moeller Jeweler, founded 68 years ago by Bob Moeller on a foundation of service. And in 68 years, they've not only acknowledged that, they've embraced it, they've made it their hallmark they have goldsmiths in staff. They specialize in restoring your heirlooms. Every piece taken in for repair is inspected four different times. Here's the best part. Your jewelry never leaves the store. They have two Rolex train watchmakers with 40 years of combined experience. And if you mention, as I said, you heard this on the GL podcast, they'll replace your watch battery at no charge. Mother's Day is coming up. Woo. Why don't you get her something that lasts longer than a brunch?
2: <laughs> yeah, something she chicken- can Think about it that way. Throughout the year. A
0: beautiful piece of jewelry lasts a lot longer than a brunch, and then mom gets to pass it down to her own children. That's why you're not buying a watch or you're not buying jewelry. You're buying treasures for your family. Moeller is the best at this, and they'll help you. R.F. Moeller Jeweler, 50th in France and Edina, Ford in Cleveland and St. Paul, Gavaday Common in downtown Minneapolis or online at
1: rfmolar.com. Yeah, What were those salaries you were kicking around? Uh, this was the University of Michigan's Army of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Bureaucrats. Oh, that's a mouthful. And they're making a lot of dope? Oh, yeah. Well, the Associate Vice Provost for Academic Affairs, Senior Director for Institutional Equity, and Title IX Coordinator is yeah. a gal by the name of Pamela and she knocks down $170,000 a year. One question,
0: Reavers. Yep. Where do I send my resume? (laughs) (laughs) Well, then Chris Taylor in Minnesota, he's getting shortchanged. Oh, no. Yeah, Tim Walls just named him the new state's chief inclusion officer for state government. Sure. He's been tapped from the Minnesota Historical Society for the job. He is tasked with diversifying state government's workforce of more than 30,000 people, but he's only going to get $148,000. He can't live on that. How could he get by on that? He's going to have to get a part-timer. Taylor said at a news conference he'll work to illuminate the disparities, inequities, and privilege that are built into the system, which is absolute B as in B, S as in S, gibberish. (laughs) He says that means... He says that means creating a mindset throughout state government that it's stronger when it includes workers with a broad array of experiences and viewpoints. Okay, I, I'm all on board, but I think the state government is stronger when it includes workers who are actually good at what they do, and we don't spend hundreds of millions of dollars on failed IT projects. Right. You still waiting for a license? What the mm-hmm. hell does diversity
1: got to do with that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's yes. your uh, runaway theocracy? Was that used for mm-hmm. climate? We need runaway something for what's going on.
0: How about, uh, who is this? Uh, what's his name? Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor. How about Chris? You just hire the best people for the job. I don't care if they're red, white, or blue. Mm-hmm. I don't care what they what are. What if they have a bosom growing out of their forehead? If they're good at fixing the license, the <laughs> Lars program, I say hire them and just get over looking at their forehead. What
3: if that bosom has a nipple that's pierced and there's a dangling? Pierce hanging there. Just
0: so long <laughs> as you can get your license tabs yep. and your license, I don't care. <laughs> my okay. uh, my son, this guy's and only going to make 148 G's. Poor guy. That's the li- you on. know what that is. Nothing. <laughs> Not compared to the higher failed academy.
2: <laughs> Oddly enough, uh, my son and his son played uh, Highland Park. I didn't together. know. Uh, oh, so you're he, tight with Oh them. Chris no, Taylor's no. son? and he he's uh he's a he would be a GLer. Chris it, I think he would surprise you. Well, that's fine. I just I'm not let's ripping Chris on, Taylor.
3: Oh, we can up. have him on.
2: He, no, he's a good he's a good guy. I like the guy.
3: Well, let's have. Well, him I did not say he was a bad guy? I know you did. I'm work, not. I'm, let's not, let's I'm have, just saying full
2: disclosure. If he's
3: a GLER, he can take it. He's well, one of us. I don't
2: know if it's a hundred percent in, oh, but I, oh. but by the way he held himself, he was not a euphorian saying, "Oh, we got maybe all he have. was
0: just humoring." Well, him. why don't you see oh, next time you see Chris say, uh, Chris. What did you mean when you say you have to create a mindset throughout state government that includes, that is stronger when it includes workers with a broader way of experiences and viewpoints, and you wish to illuminate the disparities, inequities, and privilege okay. that are built into the system? I'll get in touch the with them. What hell
2: are you talking about? I'll get in about? touch with them, and you can say that to them. What does okay. that mean? And yeah. They'll probably Uh-oh. say, just tell them all we ask is you hire the best person Yes, available. Chris.
1: Uh, I would ask Chris for the low, low price of $164,800 a year. Judy got a better gig than Chris did, because she's the special consultant for communication. Education's and engagement for diversity, equity, and inclusion strategic plan that, for that the state, Michigan, uh, Michigan. I, I can read right through that
3: double speak. You know what she is? What PR? Yeah, hundred percent PR. Yep. You don't even have to no. spell it out or no. say the
0: word. It's PR. It's not PR. Media let me, relations. Let me get heavy. Okay. Oh, oh, oh! oh. oh. Read me the title.
1: Oh, I love when this comes out. The title I know what again. it is. It's a strategery. <laughs> Judy Lawson uh, at the University of Michigan, Judy Lawson for $164,800 a year is being paid for the role of special consultant for communications and engagement for diversity, equity, and inclusion strategic plan. The reason the Academy has failed
0: is because that job definition now explains perfectly what the Failed Academy is in the business of doing. They're in the business of continuing to identify new victim groups. And with each one of these made-up job titles, they're expanding the Failed Academy's role, not in educating people in the traditional liberal arts. They're expanding the Academy's role in finding failure. They're expanding the Academy's role in, in, oh in, in, assi- in assigning uh, arbitrary equity wherever they see. How
1: it. wide a net can we now cast get as with all as these want. people that yeah. we have on board? Yeah, I
3: still say she just does media relations.
1: <laughs> She'll do media relations
0: insofar as those relations involve her identifying a new group on campus that has been culturally appropriated. She has obfuscated my brain.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, if we don't uh... push back,
3: we're done. What a bummer! What are we even pushing back against in her case? I don't, I don't know. know what. What is
0: that double speak? It's damn near impossible to figure out what the hell they're <laughs> even talking, talking about. about. I know
3: it's like it's I'm pretty sure she does media relations. We'll hey, hey, I need two tickets for tomorrow's game. Right. Right. That's what, that's her job.
0: Now go back to this uh, college of natural science at Michigan State University, where they say we don't need any science. Uh, what was the? Uh, the email asked students to reflect on how visibility of minoritized groups is essential to changing campus culture. Okay, let's see who wrote this. Uh, who wrote this? Whoever wrote this, Kenny, has a job title similar to hers. Of course. That's what they do. Yeah. Who wrote this? Getting the word out. Okay. Shelby Gambosi the MSU administrative assistant who sent the email. Look up. Go to Michigan State. Here we Bye, go. Bro. Go to Michigan State University. And we want to know what fake job title Shelby Gambosi has. Shelby, S-H-E-L-B-Y. Gombosi, G-O-M. Slow down, G-O-M. B-O-S-I.
3: B-O-S-I.
0: Now, she's called an administrative assistant, but you know damn well she's got a fancier job
1: title than that. Oh, I've got her picture. She should probably turn the mic on. Yep. Uh, She is the Academic Student Affairs Administrative Assistant. Yeah. Secretary. I rest my case well, secretary in 1950, mm-hmm. administ- administrative assistant. Well, let's go to the directory, though. Maybe we can find... Ooh, Office of Research Support. Let's see. She has what a else lovely smile.
3: She looks happy, Joe. Let me see her. She's making some money. She's got to be.
0: Oh, yeah. Hi, yeah. Shelby. Yeah. How are you?
1: How are you doing? Oh. How are you?
0: Huh. But they're hiring more of those types of people that have made up jobs. Then they're hiring people that might
1: actually help your kid learn something. Joe, I'm right. on page oh, five of the employee directory. Mm-hmm. Page five. There's about twenty listings per I'm yes. not even out of the A's yet. I know, it's amazing. It's but this is what this is why the academies failed. This is the
0: business they're in now. Well I hope you're happy. I'm not happy. Why am I happy? <laughs> well, yeah. Which one yeah, are you? Which one? <laughs> which one are you? Little guy got out of the car, right. and looked up at me, and said, "I'm not happy."
2: What are you angry about I today? Said,
0: which one are you?
2: Yeah. I'm angry. I remember when you told me that joke. Yeah. I I really bought I played into it pretty well, you didn't I? were in an accident, and why? I said, "Why don't you tell me that you were in an accident the other day or whenever yeah. it was?" That's well, a I, suit
0: reaction. No, I yeah. got rear-ended on University Avenue. I thought, oh god. Uh, a guy got out of his car, he walked up to me, and I noticed he was a very small person. Yeah. And uh, he looked up at me at the window, and he said, I'm not happy. So I said, Well, which one are you? You
2: know, boom, boom,
0: boom. You know get it, see the seven.
2: Sure, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, you gotcha. <laughs> Are
0: you
1: dopey? Or, yeah, which uh, one? He came you? to the front desk. Wasn't that how it originally was told? He came to the no, front desk? No, it happened
0: right out on the street. Yeah, right yeah, okay. yeah, He was right, out right, there. there, there Pre light uh, rail. On the street, yeah,
1: everything. Uh, we're not done yet. Goodbye. We'll be right back. Hey GLers, how would you like to hit the open road, see the country, and get paid to do it? Here's your chance. For over 100 years, Jefferson Lines has provided exceptional motor coach service, and they are looking to expand their driver network. Get behind the wheel and captain your passengers across Minnesota and throughout the Midwest. Jefferson Lines offers competitive pay, benefits, and a $1,500 signing bonus. Experience the freedom of the open road and the satisfaction of safely delivering your riders to their destinations. There's nobody I would trust more behind the wheel than a true GLer. Go to jeffersonlines.com and click on Careers for more details. That's jeffersonlines.com and click Careers to apply today. This guy wears many hats,
0: just not indoors. Joe Souchere. All right, most of the lakes are ice out. That means you're getting up to the cabin, you're putting in your dock, and you want that beach to be perfect for the kids to go swimming. Get a hold of Aquaside. They've been helping people. Maintain great lake shores for more than sixty years. They have a complete line of lake and pond control products that will take care of everything from weeds to algae. Aquaside products are easy to use. They begin working right away. When I'm out cruising around Spoon Lake in the uh, in the GL uh, Riverboat, yep. yeah. the wooden-hulled submarine, yep. I can always tell which uh, which lake shore has been treated with Aquaside because the kids are happy and they're not running yeah. back into the house to read comic books. Aquaside <laughs> is registered with both the EPA and the DNR. Their products are safe. Don't let weeds overtake your lake or pond. Call Aquaside today. They'll help you identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328 9350, that's one 800 328 9350 or go to aquaside.com. Easy to order online, and they normally ship the same day. What what year is it at your lakeside cabin? Because I, I don't ever remember seeing a kid running in to
3: read comic books.
0: Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> the weeds get them and they go, I'm not staying <laughs> is, in this water. Is it like 19, Superman 15, Volume 3? Yeah. 1957. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the failed academy a uh, presidential candidate Liz Warren one of what at least 20 democrats I think now it's minimum of 20 I think now. we've hit 20 uh, she wants to put she wants us to pay for the college loan debt that everybody has Oh in this sure country. yeah oh, come I on. have my own kid to pay for somebody going to send me some money cuz
3: I'm already got, done well, I've got a half a Three, dozen two kids two are almost done I bet you're still paying on yours Suech Nope you're done I'm done well, you're out of the loop, then. You don't
0: get anything. Reavers, though, you better be saving. Oh right God.
3: now, I got a big. Friend. No, he doesn't
2: have to save. She's going to save us.
0: I got a big raise when the last kid graduated. That's a true. I truth? got a big <laughs> oh, raise. Yep. fantastic. But uh, you know who's taking off after old Lizzie Warren? Who? Oh. Our buddy, the pirate Dan Crenshaw. What would he say? He uh, slapped down a proposal by Senator Elizabeth Warren to put the taxpayers on the hook for more than a oh. trillion dollars of oh. student loan debt. Why? Why would he shut her down? Because she's nuts. Oh, 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 he's
1: shutting her down. You thought you, you thought he meant that yeah. he was supporting oh, her. Oh, God,
0: yeah. no. He's a Republican. Okay. Student loan debt is crushing millions Jeez. of families, said Warren. Uh, Student loan debt is crushing millions of families. That's why I'm calling for something truly transformational. Universal free college and the cancellation of debt for more than 95% of Americans with student loan debt. Read all about it here. And then she links you to something on her preposterous website. Lady, you're daffy. Uh, First of all, if you can't pay the loan back, then don't take the loan. But, see, we're entering a new yep. America here. I mean, this is reflective of, of socialism. Uh, Crenshaw uh, shot down the proposal and explained why he thought her policy was terribly clumsy and unfair. Loan forgiveness for people making up to 250 k Crenshaw responded with a link to Warren's tweet. This plan effectively asks all Americans, he continued, many of whom never got a degree, to give their tax dollars... The people who chose to take out a student loan so that they could get a job paying 250k a year, uh, and terribly clumsy and unfair policy. He concluded. Warren's presidential campaign is struggling to gain any traction, so she came up with this preposterous giveaway program. Wow. Uh, just a preposterous giveaway program. I remember when the kids were asked at the Florida International? You believe in socialism. They said yes, mm-hmm. but when they when they were asked, would you give some of your high grade point average to people with lesser grade point averages, they said, well, no, I work for that. Yeah, well, it's well, going to yeah. get, yeah, it get a whole lot because worse. It's going to get worse. Of course it is. going to get a whole lot worse. Because she's fa- foundering in the campaign. <laughs> think of all the ones now that really want to think they have a chance at the presidency and, and they're trying to gain purchase. They're going to come up with stuff wackier than her. Of course
3: they are. Why wouldn't they go the other way and say, well that is absolutely ludicrous and Who's they? Crenshaw the p- did. Yeah. Well everybody else in the field. I mean, I don't think I don't
1: see it getting worse than that. So if, if well, they'll l- start eating each other pretty soon, they'll right. start devouring. Each I think other. they already have. Yeah. If, if she was really that passionate and wanted to really get behind the solution to this problem, why isn't she going after big education for the amount of money that it costs
0: because, to go to these schools? Because because the government's already been the middleman in the loan scam and they've been making money off right. it. Uh, big education, big education and big
1: government have an unholy marriage. Because this is analogous to, I'm probably going to get hate mail for saying this, but what do I care at this point? This is analogous to being mad at the gun, not the not the, the, the gun owner.
0: Right, exactly. That's, it's the
1: exact same thing right, here. Right, right.
0: Well, it can't happen.
1: We can't afford this. Where, where are you going to come up with a trillion dollars? The it, college is going to stand there with its hand out and say, we want our money. Because no, no one in this room disagrees that the cost of education is skyrocketing, and it's 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 almost criminal at this point. And, but yet, big education has
0: never been brought to Washington. No. Big pharma has. Big insurance has. Mm-hmm. Big tobacco big has. Tobacco. Big oil has. Right. Big pop soda. Big, big sugary Sugar. drinks have. Hey, you, you hypocrites! Elizabeth Warren, chief among them. Why don't you bring uh, big education out there and put them under the cleig light, lights and sweat sweat them? Well, then how? Will what we... are you doing with your billions and billions of dollars of uh, what's Endowment. that word? endowments? endowments. Well, what are you have, doing with
1: it? We have to pay two hundred thousand for the gender equality education consultant consultant, yeah. consultant. Yeah, because we don't believe science. You don't need science. Nah. Not
0: when it comes to that. You are what you feel on any given day. You are what you feel. You don't have to worry about the science, kids. That's just not, nothing you have to worry about. Don't forget at DennisKirk.com. You order today They sh- order today by 8 o'clock. They ship it tomorrow. An $89 order ship free at DennisKirk.com. The best lawn you've ever
3: had is a simple click away at com. That tired, patchy, disease-riddled disaster of a lawn you've been fighting for years. It'll be transformed into a thick, luscious carpet of green. ProfessionalTurf.com, they've been at it since the earliest of the 80s, and they're going to come out to your place, give you a free lawn care estimate, and then set you up with a three- to five-step program that will have you with the best lawn in the block from now until late fall. ProfessionalTurf.com. Justice, and the Soush The Off-Air Rookie Show. My goodness. Wow.
0: That needs to go on Twitter. I, I just John had come hard Come back to pay. some more. We, we've, uh, we've consulted with the correct meteorological authorities, and we can make it official. All watches and warnings have been canceled for Friday's Friday's garage door opener at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo up on Highway 61.
2: Let me just interrupt you while you... We're not
0: going to be there Friday. No, we're not. That doesn't mean you can't go there and buy your brats for the weekend.
2: No, but I've got good supplies. On my way in, I was hungry. And I grabbed the jalapeno chicken sticks oh. that I got. And I I was real um, leery about a chicken stick. Yeah. How is it it's different
1: from, from, from it's beef? It's just like a beef
2: stick. It is tastes it? delicious. I'm I sorry,
0: Spencer. Them. I'm trying to do an ad oh, for sorry, ask yeah. you, I dumb, you.
3: I need to ask you, Dum Dum, something. Yeah. When we finally do the opener and we finally get to go up to Grunhoffer's, would it be okay with him if I brought up about, I don't know, 50 to 60 pounds of venison and had them turn it into dried beef or sandwich meat? Do they or do that's it that? That's what he does. Smoked. I, I, believe I, first... bl-
0: I would check, but I believe that's one of the services at Grunhoffer's Old Fashioned Meats. Yeah. Good. And then I'm going to bring some up. 130 brat flavors. You want professional meat cutters? Here you got them.
2: Blue cheese and green olive p- is the p- latest.
0: Pick out your steak and tell them how you want to cut. Yep. Pick out the bacon and tell them how you want to cut. Mm-hmm. Pick out the ham and tell them how you want to cut. Oh, this nice is fillet. professional nice meat cutters. Yeah. yeah. This is the brat capital of the world. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo on Highway 61. Grunhofer's. Meatmarket.com. And just because Easter's over, that don't mean no double smoked ham ain't over. Every
2: Sunday. So here's Uh, what I'm
1: picturing. We do the the opener, let's say, probably a week or two weeks from tomorrow, whatever it is. And here comes Kenny.
2: Hey, y'all. Y'all do medicine up
1: in here. Here's Kenny with news. Like, like on the hood of the truck. I had this
3: hanging in my silo for most of the winter. Uh, it kept good right up until the end of March, and now it's got a little bit of green on
0: it. I'm wondering if y'all can turn this into dried jerky for me. <laughs> They'd look at it with a toothpick coming out of their mouth and say, I think we can cut around that. Yep, we can cut around that. that. You cape it out well? Yeah.
1: Hey, I have to bring up something really quick. Uh, yesterday, our guy Pete, uh, sales guy here in the office, he we had his uh, retirement party yesterday yes. afternoon over in uh, St. Louis Park at the Park Tavern. Pete, great guy, been in the radio <laughs> business for decades. Everybody in town knows Pete. So he's worked at, yeah, he worked over at KQ. He's worked for Clear Channel. He's worked Pete for everybody. Pete Frisch. Yeah, Pete nope. Frisch, our nope. buddy. And he's, uh, he's retiring at the end of this week. Of course, he, I don't Who think... Who is he... the, he has been separated at birth... From a guy on the golf channel
0: whose name is escaping me. All right, I had to text I texted Rob O'Brien during the Masters. Pete Frisch was separated at birth from a guy on the golf channel. Really? Oh shoot,
1: you'll, you'll know his name. Isn't if I can Grenhoffers
3: Pete's account? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, it he is. Brought him
1: to us. So, in any event, uh, I'm talking with people I used to work with at other places and, and people that we work with here, and it was it was a great congregation of a lot of people, sure. old radio dinosaurs, like the rest of us. And everybody was coming up to me about the podcast, including guess who listens to us every day? Uh oh, the Chucker. Oh, Lastman, really? Because really? ah. I said, oh, man, I "Can't you take to... you enough for the time. I said, Do you, "Does it bug you?" <laughs> he goes, "Hell
3: no." He goes, "I love you <laughs> the most." Trouble I've ever been in in this business publicly was because I stole a line from John Lastman and I used it on the air. At the most inappropriate moment you can oh, ever no. possibly imagine, I had people out for my job and writing letters to the editor calling for my beheading. And it's all because of Lastman, who just had the most wonderful
1: line, and I simply no. just stole it from him. And there's no way I'm going to repeat it on the air because okay, I don't need that kind of heat again. Okay, good. Right? But it was really cool. And so a lot of people wanted to just say that they listened to the show. I knew John when we were both young, young kids.
2: Well, how do you not? I mean, it's the uh, biggest compliment but the power 92 thing and I know. you guys oh uh, your, your zepp stuff when it was kingdom come the, we're not zeppelin it just when he had fred savage on he thinks i'm doogie hauser it was just <laughs> it was bleeping brilliant but the so guys I'm... who
0: played along with it were the best yes and yes. They, they weren't frequent
2: but right right what that was just g- the line about the
0: dead music grateful dead music
2: why does the uh, Power 92? Uh, why do the uh, deadheads always uh, have their hands up in the air? He says, I don't know why. They're trying to get that horrible music out of their eyes. And then I don't remember what the other joke was. I don't remember. But it was either. just, it was fabulous. Oh, oh, it was
1: two tennis shoes in a dryer.
0: Wasn't that the line That's for the drum bee? was two tennis shoes in a dryer. Yeah. <laughs> Say, Mother's Day is coming up. Lots of great gift ideas at RF Moller. Get mom something that will last longer than flowers and most certainly will last longer than a Sunday brunch. RF Molar Jeweler, 50th in France and Edina, Ford in Cleveland and St. Paul, Gavaday Common in Minneapolis and com. Yeah, this uh, Friday, unfortunately, uh, it doesn't. Now we're just going to be firm. There will be no opener. Okay, we're all reasonably confident that the temperature is not going to get much oh. above sixty.
1: Did we see it's going to snow on Saturday? I'm not
0: <sighs> believing that. I'm not believing that. I, I refuse to believe it's that. Such a hurtful forecast. People have already been water skiing on the, the Twin Cities yeah, it's it's too in parking me. lot.
3: Right now, in the back of my truck is the snowblower. I call it the big bastard. She's getting put away for the summer.
0: Well, then you're going to jinx us. Yeah,
3: and I put away the shovels yeah, don't last put it night. Away yet. Shovels have been put away. Don't my put away. my
0: snowblower is still uh, ready to go because I know if I put it away, it's over. I, mean, I we'll still get a have my uh,
2: one blade out there, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> she is ready to go. It's going to go on the hook <laughs>
0: tomorrow. John Camp. John Sanford on the New York Times bestseller list with the new book Neon Prey. He's in town for a couple nights. He'll be uh, oh, author's corner. He'll be at yeah. He'll be at uh, uh, Once
1: Upon a Crime. Any way you want it. Yeah. Let me me just. How about a little 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 preview, author's corner, huh? Mm -hmm.
2: One of my favorites. Ladies and gentlemen of Garage Logic, it's time for another segment of Author's Corner with Joe Suchere. Was that you, Author's Corner? Sometimes it gets a little bit crazy. You know,
3: that, they, and those... They, As opposed to, have you ever heard Garrison's version? Today on the Writer's Almanac, oh. and they have, like, uh, Chopin playing in the background. You no, know,
0: at least that had something to do with what he was doing. This moron Author's comes in Corner with these things. With
2: Joe Souchere. Yeah. the countdown continues. It, it has nothing to do with the countdown. What is this one? Author's Corner. Suchi style. <laughs> Who will be <he> next? <laughs> Here's my These
0: are big-time authors who come in right, here. Is... Yep. Oh, okay.
2: Sit right down for Author's Corner. Let's all have some fun. Listen up to Sushere, because before you know it, it's done.
3: <laughs> oh, that was back in the days where he used to care, rookie. Right, this was the best,
2: though. <laughs> author's Corner with Joe Sushere. Just the way you want it. (laughs) They make no sense. (laughs) They make no sense. (laughs) It it makes good sense.
1: Don't offend my friend John tomorrow with that nonsense. He's going to request it. I love the time. It was one of my first times that Vince Flynn was on when I was with you guys. And I'm watching Joe's head just explode, and Flynn's laughing because yeah. he knows Rookie's just doing because it Because that get was going. the first
0: time I, I said to him, oh. create me some author's corner themes. And that was the first time I had heard him. I couldn't <laughs> believe he was that
2: were. I thought they were very good. A lot yeah, of I'm audio, sure you did. A lot of time yeah. in the audio it's room. so funny. It's oh, like speaking.
3: Flynn was one of us almost sitting in the control room. Oh, yeah.
0: Mocking suit
3: Chor- yeah, yeah, he would
2: have preferred <laughs> to have been in the control room ripping you and, oh, my God. Look at him sitting over Listen there. Listen to this serious yeah. question Joe's trying to you know what?
0: You know what Vince was among other great attributes. He was the world's most inoffensive name dropper.
1: Oh yes, yeah. he could tell he you, could you he
0: had it. king. He he could tell you he had dinner with the king of Jordan, and he would tell you in such a way that it made it sound like he ran into somebody at plums. Right, right. right.
2: right. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite stories about Vince Flynn uh, attending St. Thomas Academy in high school was he lived in Apple Valley, so he had his duffel bag. And he brought his duffel bag with shoulder pads on. It was two-a-day practices. Showed up there, went through practice, and met this guy named Tom Tracy. And Tom and Vince hit it off. And Tom didn't live far away, so Vince had nowhere to go for, you know, a couple of hours. So he said, come over to my house. So he went, sat there. He ended up sleeping over there a couple nights, and they became the best of friends. And Tom Tracy right now is a uh, uh, commercial uh, real estate guy, but... Their friendship started just that first day of football, and it was... That's how it often starts. It is. It is. It's just a great story. In the locker room. Yeah. Well, uh, I didn't hear those stories. All right. Just the way sure you want. want it. Yes. And then
0: uh, uh, James Pepe on Friday, presidential candidate James Pepe. He's from Minnesota. We'll learn more about him Friday.
2: The Garage yeah. Logic Podcast. See you boys anyway, on Monday. See you. Uh, you going to the farm? I'm going to the farm. What are you going to do up there? I forgot to tell the wife
3: I'm going to. Oh, my
2: God. Send her a text. Hey, advertisers. We'd love to thank you for being with us in the Garage Logic podcast, but the word is spreading. If you also want to be involved, we would love to hear from you. Rookie at garagelogic.com, GL Joe at garagelogic.com. Get a hold of us. Go to garagelogic.com to hear more podcasts and all sorts of great information. We love doing this podcast and we want it to continue. Thank you for listening. Garage Logic podcast version.